Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. One of the biggest dominoes in the NFL this offseason, Dusty, has allegedly, and I'm going to say allegedly because... I love this guy, but he's not a reporter. But Trey Wingo, longtime uh, ESPN yep. guy, now out on the Trey uh, Trey Wingo podcast, all the amazing things he does, saying that what he's hearing is that uh, the Aaron Rodgers to the New York Jets trade or the, the situation is a done deal. Our long-awaited nightmare is over. Aaron Rodgers going to the New York Jets, allegedly. I mean, let's just wait until we see it uh, official because – Rodgers is the one that we know would like to be the one to break his news because he wants everything to, to happen on his watch, right? And um, <laughs> Aaron is so crazy that like I could even see him getting pissed off by this and like saying uh, how this get leaked. Oh, see that? No, you're you're just only adding. Like you're only adding to the intrigue for me the idea that Aaron could get upset by this and blow things up because be like uh, yeah, uh, hey Jets fans. Thank Trey Wingo. I'm going back to Green Bay. Or I'm retiring. Because I think the beauty of this is, like, I get it. Aaron Rodgers is annoying. Isn't it kind of amazing that Aaron has gone from holding one organization hostage Mm -hmm. to now, for the better part of six Mm -hmm. weeks, holding another organization hostage? He's holding two organizations hostage at the same time. That's next-level trolling. And it's it's really not fair to either organization, and it's kind of a D move on his part because he's really, like you say, holding these teams hostage and not allowing them to go after the players that they would, would like. I mean, you think about this. If you're the Jets and you could not land Rodgers, well, now all of a sudden you lost Garoppolo. And if you lose Rodgers, then what are you, what are you doing? Jacoby Brissett, baby. I mean, yeah, maybe. Baker Mayfield. Oh, can you imagine Baker Mayfield versus Zach Wilson? From a from a student of chaos side of things, for a guy who just wants, you know what, to blow up, Baker Mayfield versus Zach Will uh, Wilson in the Big Apple, for the Jets specifically, because like Giants fans, yeah, they panic, but they at least have recent success, relatively recent success, the two titles with Tom Coughlin and this last year the playoff win. They at least have recent success to fall back on. The Jets have nothing. Jets haven't won a title in over 50 years, and they have gone from Sam Darnold to Zach Wilson, from Adam Gase to, who is the jabroni? No, no, okay, technically it's Adam Gase to to Robert Sala. Oh, my God. That's the only way this could get better, is if Aaron Rodgers then gets upset. And Mm -hmm. just for a little bit of context here, Ian Rappaport saying that nothing has happened yet. So 
we kind of treated the Trey Wingo news as allegedly. Uh, Ian Rappaport is saying nothing has happened yet. Can I? Can I? All right. This is something that annoys me. This is Aaron Ra- uh, Ian Rappaport probably holding water for either Aaron Rodgers' agent, the Green Bay Packers, the New York Jets, or Aaron Rodgers himself. You, you, there's, there's literally no way that there isn't an understanding here. The Jets, who are they in the They wouldn't mi- expose themselves this much, would they? What do you mean? Like, if they weren't getting Rodgers, they wouldn't be this all in and allowing their team and Robert Sala and everybody to basically be set up for failure. And they've got such a good roster. It's still an organization led by Woody Johnson, so I don't know. But it's just, I like, I don't know. I kind of feel like, I, I, I don't know. I, one of the big things that does bug me in the NFL is how much water NFL agents carry to either delay big news like this. So maybe that's part of, I can't even say that's what's happening for certain. I just have a natural cynicism towards this. So the latest here. No major moves from the Browns yet, but Ian Rappaport um, has has broken some news, as has Schefter. Uh, Javon Hargrave to San Francisco. Jimmy G to Vegas here. The Aaron Rodgers stuff, why aren't – and I I just tweeted this, and Nick Wilson says, why aren't the Packers taking more flack for the Aaron Rodgers situation? Uh, How much flack should they take? They should take all the flack because – one, they took nonstop guff from this guy who was just calling out the team left and right, whether it was Mark Murphy or Goody Booty, Brian Gutekinds, their GM, or whether previously it was Mike McCarthy and you know, then apparently him and LaFleur were cool. But like they they did that. And then they had multiple chances after this guy had MVP type seasons to trade him. And to cap out, the plan was always to, we got to turn to Jordan Love at some point. Right. Right? They took guff from that, from Aaron Rodgers, right? Because they took his heir apparent. He was pissed about that, saying he wasn't going to help Jordan Love develop as a quarterback. Basically, treating Jordan Love the same way he complained about Brett Favre treating him, but that's neither here nor Mm -hmm. there. So then you extend him, which was supposed to end the conversation only for a year later. You to get to a point to move on where because his because he didn't have a good season last year or he didn't have an MVP season, now all of a sudden you're going to get pennies on the dollar for Aaron Rodgers. You basically paid this guy like $60, $70 million last offseason to cheapen his value and have to trade him the next offseason, only to be held hostage again by him. I just wonder if the, if the Packers almost are like, have they been operating assuming he's gone? You have to, right? I think so. Like, you can't... I mean, even... Who's the owner? Mar- uh, Mark Murphy? Or not the owner, but the uh, the GM. Team president. Team president. So the, the uh, GM is Brian Gutekunst. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Mark Murphy sp- spoke the other day, and he's like, yeah, you know, Aaron's had a great career here. Like, had a great career here. Like, I think they, they've just... They're, they understand it's probably over. Mm-hmm. And, and now they're just kind of in plans of, of trying to rebuild. And, and not maybe re- rebuild, but like... Kind of just build it around uh, Jordan Love. Well, and here's the thing. You knew the Devontae Adams thing was going to upset him. Aaron then didn't put in the offseason work necessary. 
to to bring along the young receivers. Like all of this was so predictable. And it's so funny because teams are supposed to ah, it's, you know, it's the NFL. These you know, dummies don't run these organizations. Like hell they don't. You had a clear opportunity before because that's the worst part of this. It's not just you're gonna trade Aaron Rodgers, hypothetically, if the Trey Wingo report comes true or or tweet comes true. Mm-hmm. I don't even know we can call it a report because Trey's not a reporter. But hypothetically, when this comes true, what are you gonna get for Aaron Rodgers? The the word is you're not gonna get a first rounder for him. If you had traded him, actually, no. If you had traded him last year, I can tell you exactly what you would have gotten for him. What the Denver Broncos gave up for Russell Wilson. You know why? Why? Because that's why Denver hired Nathaniel Hackett. Because Denver thought it was a lock. You hire Hackett, you make a trade for Aaron Rodgers. And then Aaron Rodgers deked. They, they Josh McDaniels. The Denver Broncos to re-sign in, in Green Bay, but you could have gotten multiple firsts, which, by the way, one of those firsts right now would be a top-ten pick. It'd be the fifth pick in the NFL draft. Mm-hmm. You could have gotten Noah Fant. You could have gotten that exact <laughs> same You could have gotten that exact same picks for Aaron Rodgers, 38-year-old Aaron Rodgers. A year later, you're going to be lucky if you get a quarter of what Denver gave up last year for Russell Wilson. I mean, that is mind-numbingly stupid. All for a guy who, quite frankly, goes into business, and I don't have a problem with Aaron Rodgers going into business for himself. Let me make that very clear. That's how NFL players should treat it. You are disposable to players. Whether you are uh, the best player on the team, whether, I mean, Aaron Rodgers, like we've had people from Green Bay on, Mm -hmm. and they won't even say that he's the best quarterback in franchise history. Ah, Brett Favre's better. Bart Starr's better. And by the way, that's not just like, Beat reporters saying that. There have been reports saying, why are we doing this for the third best quarterback in franchise history? Aaron Rodgers is doing best by Aaron Rodgers, which is exactly how you should do it. And then the Packers simply just haven't had the scones to break up with Aaron Rodgers until now. God bless you. I feel like it's it's gotten to the point now where like the fans are okay with the Packers moving on because Rodgers has just gone so far like AWOL with his media and, and all the coverage of him mm-hmm. that they're just like, you know, it's been a good run. Like yeah. all good things come to an end. Yeah. You could have done that a year ago. They could have. Cause he had been, he'd been doing this stuff for three or four years. Yeah. And then this season was like a wasted year until like all of a sudden late in the year, they had a chance to win out and make the playoffs and they could have sat him by the way. That's the other funny thing is that they won a bunch of meaningless games at the end of the season. Yeah. And Rogers was like, I'm going to keep playing until it's over. They could have sat him then. It wouldn't have hurt his trade value any more than his public temper tantrums or melodramatic whatever. Like, oh my God. I I just, every time I see the Aaron Rodgers thing, and again, I have no problem with what Aaron Rodgers did. I just know people in the NFL do. It was the most predictable thing in the world a year ago. Yeah. I remember people going like, oh, no, the, the drama's over. Like hell it is. It's Aaron Rodgers. And if you're the Jets, on Twitter, by the way, Twitter reactions brought to you by Scheiben Jewelers, Cleveland's premier jewelry store. Radu saying, I don't understand why the Jets want Rodgers. It's desperation. It's why I don't believe that Lamar isn't going to get a significant contract offer or potentially a sign and trade. Because there are still only 32 uh, starting quarterback jobs in the NFL, and there still aren't 32 decent starting quarterbacks. Or at least that's the perception. So... They're not trading for Aaron Rodgers from last year. 
They're trading for Aaron Rodgers two to three years ago. It is the, we need a quarterback. This is the only veteran out there that we think can move the needle, and we're going to go ahead and do that. I wonder if Rodgers will be a different player in New York. I wonder I wonder if he's, because he, he's, he's, a, he's a ruthless dude. And I mean that with, with all respect. I mean, I think he's, he's a guy that is going to probably feel like some disrespect by the Packers organization, by the fans and all that stuff, like almost wants to prove them wrong. Mm-hmm. And I could see him coming back with a little bit of uh, a little bit of vigor with New York and, and trying to kind of make a little five-year run here. The or, old, or uh, run, I should the say. old Brett Favre in Minnesota, year one. Yeah, but I mean, Rodgers is, is way more talented and like in better shape. Then Ron, mm-hmm. I mean, like Farber's like almost 40 years old. See, the problem with Aaron is he's I know, a year I, to year. I know Rodgers is like, what, 38, 39? I think he's 39. Yeah, I don't know. The times have changed, though, too. Because remember like when Favre did that? That was back in like 2010, mm-hmm. 29. And like even 15 years, 14 years, whatever it's been, guys are playing longer. He was also the turnover machine that Aaron's never really been. Right. I mean, I, I here's the thing. The problem with Aaron is he's always going to be year to year. His really, effort, the only thing similar between Favre and Rodgers is they wear Packer uniforms. Yep. And they're kind of D's. That's, yeah, that's they're they're probably the two they're, things. They're both Hall of Fame quarterbacks. They are pretty great. From the discontent in Green Bay, it might be ending. Trey Wingo saying Rodgers to the Jets is a done deal. No national reporter is backing that up, by the way. Uh, from that to a little something, a little home cooking, if you will. Not a complaint, just an observation. The news didn't come out quick enough for me. I don't think we got the Javon Hargrave thing until, like, we were in our pre-show meeting at 1. Like, the biggest free agent signing of the first 30 minutes was the TJ Edwards signing, going to the Bears. That's really nothing. Like, these teams have been tampering with these players since the Combine. Like the, so this is the legal tampering, the illegal tampering that's happened, that happened starting in Indianapolis. And honestly, probably goes all the way back to the senior bowl. Like the whole, the whole off season is tampering. It's as bad as the NFL is. And then we get a slow trickle out of the gate here. We do have some Browns news. Um, Adam Schefter says the Browns were the runner up in the Javon Hargrave sweepstakes. He went to the 49ers for a four year, $84 million deal. What are you laughing about? It's going to be a runner-up. That's what we're aiming to do. Oh That's my why you God. sign players do the second it, best. Are deal. we really going to do that? We really going to do that thing? Well, about, how embarrassing! Like I, it's I, not I, embarrassing. Just, I, it's not embarrassing for the team. How embarrassing to let it out that you were second? Like just don't just don't let it out there that you had the second best offer. Who said who said they let it out? Well, that's what I'm saying. Maybe maybe it was the free agent or sorry the agent. That's what I meant. Why does the agent need it? the deal's done? Why does he need to let everybody know who came? Why second? does the team need to let it out? Why does anybody? That's what I'm saying. It's embarrassing to let it out there. Who cares who finished second? Um, I think this is proof the Browns are aggressive, which is probably why the team did leak it. <laughs> if anybody, you know, if they leaked it. I'm going to go OJ here. If the Browns leaked it, that's why they leaked it. Um, yeah, I mean, I, it doesn't really bug me that they're second runner-up. Now, if it comes out they're second runner-up for Draymond Jones and they were second runner-up for David Onyemata – and then they end up signing like an Andrew Billings. Okay, now I got a problem with it. But like three and a half hours in, I'm still content to to see where the chips fall. I'm surprised there haven't been a lot of uh, names linked to the Browns in the last three and a half hours. I think, uh, all right, so this is not an educated opinion. It's just my guess. I think the markets happen so quickly that I think you're more likely, and I, this is not a Brown specific thing, 
but you're more likely to find out the market on day one of free agency after the guy picks where he's going, mm-hmm. right? Like it wouldn't be, it wouldn't surprise me whether it's like some of the guys who've signed, like Jermaine Pratt. Oh, Jermaine Pratt had a better off to go X, but wanted to stay here, which is also what I think is funny. Just, it, I couldn't tell if the morning show was being serious about this today, but they were mentioning a hometown discount for a guy like Draymond Jones. And I think a lot of people in Cleveland expect that. Guys, if Draymond Jones comes here, it's because the Browns paid him every single cent that uh that he wanted. Mm-hmm. Or sorry, or that his agent wanted. And I don't I don't please do not take that as like me saying Draymond Jones is money hungry. No, no, no. It's just how the NFL works. Like the you mentioned earlier, we we're talking about uh the anomalies of moments where agreements are had and then guys back out. Right, and you were correct to say, well, that very rarely happens. It's a couple guys each off season, yeah. who in legal tampering agree to a deal and then back out for either a better deal or a deal they wanted more. The last guy that I can think of of a guy that had better offers and chose the lesser offer to go it was Tony Jefferson. If you remember, the Browns were willing to pay him like asinine amount of money. Chose less money to go to Baltimore, mm-hmm. but that's the kind of situation. Like it's all right. Here is the worst situation imaginable. Here's a vastly better, more competitive situation, and you're going to make like a million dollars less a year. That's like the kind of situation we're talking here. You really think Draymond Jones is going to be like, listen, I really loved that Houston Texans offer, but uh, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to take like ten less guarantee to go to Cleveland. Not happening. Just, and why would it? And by the way, why are we rooting for guys to take less money? It's Jimmy Haslam's money. Make him spend every cent. Yeah, I don't care about the money. Some people act like it's their money. Like, oh, I can't. uh, You know, I'd give him seven, but certainly not nine. Yeah, listen, I'll give Draymond Jones 15 a year, but if he wants 17, he can go wherever he wants. Anybody who says, I'll give them something, (laughs) just correct yourself, right? Yeah. Before you wreck yourself. Yeah, well, it's, it's the same thing of like, so I made this comment with the Deshaun thing earlier of people being like, I mean, the Browns are just setting themselves up for $64 million cap hits the next three years. It won't matter if Deshaun Watson plays like a franchise quarterback. Nobody cares what your quarterback's cap hit is or how many times you rework the deal if the guy goes out and balls out. Nobody cares about quarterback money until the contract doesn't work out. Joe Flacco, it was a great deal until the guy didn't work out. The same thing is true of this. Give Draymond 17 a year, 20 a year. I don't give a damn. If he doesn't play well, it doesn't matter. If he goes out there and he's the next Javon Hargrave where he massively outperforms his contract, you and I aren't going to give a damn in three years. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's like that's what gets lost in the dollars and cents. I'm not saying it's not a valid contract. But like with the Draymond Jones thing, oh, he's from Cleveland. I, that's not why I want him here. I think it's totally fine for a fan to want him here for that reason. Right. It's not a valid football reason. I want him here because the guy has consistently done the thing. Defensive tackles have not consistently done here in Cleveland for the last couple of years. Get to the damn quarterback. And he's averaged roughly six sacks per year playing as a defensive end in the 3-4, playing the five technique. You slide a guy inside and all of a sudden put him next to Miles Garrett. He's going to be better. His numbers are going to jump. 
it's just it's funny the the ways we have to talk ourselves into this. I'll be honest, guys. If they sign Draymond Jones and they get him for three million dollars less, I might have want Draymond. I might have wanted Draymond Jones ahead of Javon. Uh, I almost called him Javon Kinlaw. Um, Javon Hargrave, anyways, because he's younger. Because I think he has more upside. Because I think he's a really, I, I think he's a really untapped potential as a player. Yeah, so I mean, who, so who gives a damn about the money or where he went to, where he went to college? It's cool that he's a Buckeye and that he's from Cleveland and all that stuff. I mean, the guy, he's been okay. I mean, six and a half sacks last year. It's great. I'd love to have that here. Mm. He's young, twenty five years old. Chuck, welcome to the show, Chuck. Hey man, what's going on with you, man? What what we runner ups, huh? It's for one player, Chuck. On, on. Chuck, it's for Wait. one player. You can't possibly be Come outraged on, by this. I mean, why don't you use another terminology and another saying? Talk give me about runner one. ups, man. Give me one. Let's give a parade for being a runner up. Give me That's give me give problem. me give me a, give me the terminology. Give me the synonym. I mean, you just said we just lost out on the man. That's all you ain't no runner up. What that's for to make somebody feel good? Man, go ahead. I, I'm going. I don't even want to talk. <laughs> you know what? Ball. Listen, there is outrage about their stupid outrage about being the runner up on one NFL free agent, no matter who the name was, unless it's, unless it's a, unless it was Deshaun Watson last off season, Aaron Rodgers this year. That's the only outrage. If it's a, the best defensive tackle in the class, who cares? As long as you get one of the five best defensive tackles in the uh, uh, Draymond Jones and Dalvin Tomlinson, you can be second runner up to every other free agent. You're not going to sign them all. What do you have over there? Uh, hmm. You see the Von Bell stuff? I did not see the Von Bell. Uh, stuff. Von Bell is going to the Panthers. Ooh. Any any deets on that deal? Because I'd like to know if I can overreact to that. Deal uh, Von Bell this is from Ian Rapport. Von Bell going to the Panthers per me and Tom Pelissaro. That's all he said. He must. This is breaking. Von Bell is sneaky. Had a really great NFL career. Yep. He was. I I don't think people realize, and and maybe this is. I kind of felt this way about Jermaine Pratt of a, of a guy that's getting ignored because there's a better player. Von Bell kind of gets ignored because of Jesse Bates. Von Bell was really good in New Orleans. He was really good in Cincinnati as well. Good signing there by uh, the Carolina Panthers. Here's another thing I don't care about the because I feel like I feel like of all the names I've heard, Draymond Jones has gotten the most backlash. Some of that is, and I, I did see somebody say, oh, he played in Denver. They weren't good this year. The defense was great. The defense was fantastic. Um, so that doesn't really, but people saying, oh, he's bad against the run. How much do you care about actually fixing the run defense this offseason? I think it's important. Is it more important than fixing the pass rush? Well, it's hard to say. I mean... I think there were moments last year where the run defense it cost you games. I think anybody who just says the run defense just doesn't matter, I think that's silly. Any defensive coordinator you talk to is going to tell you, and they, they it may sound cliche, but you do have to stop the run. It doesn't matter that the league's changed. It's a passing game, but you still got to stop the run. It's not that I think it doesn't matter. I just think it's tougher to fix a pass rush than it is to fix the the run game. One, I think there are things you can do to stop the run schematically if you're having problems there that are that aren't going to kill you in winning the way like if your pass rush doesn't work you're going to have to start blitzing more than four guys 
And I think we've seen, if you can't get home with four guys, you don't have a real chance of winning a championship. Whereas if you need more than four guys to stop the run, you're going to be just fine. Now, I don't know they have big enough linebackers to do this. I think I don't think it's coincidence Reggie Ragland looked like a billion dollars when he was in there being a 290-pound linebacker. I'm only slightly hyper, uh, hyperbolic there. But, like, if my options are I can find a potentially elite pass rusher mm-hmm. up the middle or potentially elite run stopper, give me the pass rusher. Because I can find fat asses to clog the run to play one down in the NFL. I, I, I By the way, why why do people not think Jordan Elliott can be that guy? Because I'll, t- I'll say this. Because he's young? Well, and probably because he was on a defensive line that underperformed. But I think if you move Jordan Technique to more of uh, – Jordan Technique. Uh, Jordan to more of the nose tackle position and just say, your job is to stop the run. We've got a guy that can get up the field. I think you're putting both guys in a position to win here. Um, Jordan Elliott to me is an unknown, mm-hmm. right? I mean, how, how he's been in the year league for how many years? I believe we're two? going on year four. Year four? Yep. It's like he's been here for two seconds. Uh, so that guy, I don't know. I mean, he's got some potential. I don't think he's in, like an every down player. Why not? Because he hasn't in four years, he hasn't proven it. Three years. I think he started 17 games last year. It was okay. Yeah, well, but he was okay playing next to Taven Bryan, who is butt. He's dookie. you know he was he dookie. Is straight dookie. He was playing next to um, you know, a fourth or what is it? What was Alex Wright? Third round pick, fourth round pick? I think it was a third round pick. A late third round pick this year for most of the year. Next to Jadavian Clowney, who I mean, did Jadavian even want to play this year? Or did he just want to get paid? I think I think there's the tendency to we're going to throw out everything because it didn't work last year. Just because I can't tell you definitively Jordan is going to be really good this year in the new defense doesn't mean he won't be. I actually think of all the guys, like the, the people that I'm most excited about this year, it's Jordan Elliott and Alex Wright. I'm excited to see how they fit into this defense. And maybe Perry and Winfrey – he starts washing his shower shoes. <laughs> but like that's just the the most obvious thing they can see pissing off veterans that he gets benched for a game or whatever. No, I, I think Draymond Jones is now like if they sign him within the hour, within the next two hours, I'm psyched. It's a great signing. I don't I don't care about being runner up to Javon Hargrave if you get one of the other guys. Right. Now, I used to, can we all admit it? We are starting to feel a little pressure. Hmm. Shy Tuttle to Carolina, David Onyemata to Atlanta, uh, Javon Hargrave to San Francisco. We are starting to feel a little bit of the pressure. Can we all just Davenport's admit that? Davenport's leaving too, right? Uh, well, so, yes, the expectation is Marcus Davenport's leave, leaving yeah. New Orleans, but we don't know where he's going yet. But can we all admit, we are? with all this being said, not worried about being a runner-up, I reserve the right to change my opinion by the end of the show if Draymond, if Draymond Jones, and I think I might have said Draymond Green a couple of times, if Draymond Jones signs elsewhere, and if Dalvin Tomlinson signs elsewhere, I reserve the right to panic. But with current information, that's fine. Javon Hargrave got paid an ass load of money. Now let's see what happens with the other top defensive tackles on the market. 216-474-0092. Adnick Wilson says, at Dustin Fox 37, 
The Browns were the runner-up to Javon mm-hmm. Hargrave. Has panic started to set in? Do you have something, Keith? Yeah, Ethan Postich, uh three-year deal, according to Mary Kay. With the Cleveland Browns? We got one! And Sione Taki Wow, there we go. The Browns have re-signed Ethan Posick, their starting center for most of last year, to a three-year deal. I don't. I will get to the details as they come out here. The reality is, I, I think you and I have said this enough. I don't really care that much about the details. It's Jimmy it Haslam's three-year, eighteen million. Three years, eighteen. How, well, how much you gotta get to the guarantee? Oh, uh, who cares? Well, no, but you can't do that. You can't care about one number, not care about I the other saw, numbers. That's the only tweet I saw. Um, so we'll see. Whatever the guaranteed money is, what do you think about this deal, Dustin? Uh well, they got themselves the center. I mean, that's an important position. Um, good player, you know. I mean, instead of having to go out in, in the open market and find somebody, get someone who knows the system. I, I think it's a good move. I think what's interesting is if we think back to January, there was a lot of thought that Ethan Posick had played his way out of the Browns' range. $6 million a year. And again, that's the overall money. That's not the guaranteed money. Um, $6 million a year for a starting center is actually pretty cheap. Like I, de- I definitely think we've got to a point where, in terms of asset management, you're going to be paying two guards next year like $40 million. That's a lot of money plus $6 million per year. Not guaranteed. We're just running off the uh, average money. That's a lot of money for your interior offensive line. Oh, and you also paid Jack Conklin, and you have to make a decision on Jed Wills. That being said, if we just put it in a vacuum, I like the post move. I, this whole this idea that people have clung to about, oh, you, you drafted Nick Harris. Yeah. Okay. Like, at the very least, they were going to have to bring somebody in to compete with Nick Harris because that dude's been hurt two of the last three years in the NFL. Has Nick Harris. And... I, mean, I think the Browns got lucky with this, if we're being honest. And, I, guys, I still don't know if he's a great center or if he's just a good center, right? Yeah, but, I mean, it's better than having an average center or a bad center. Exactly. So, I don't know whether he is – I don't know what level of player he is. It's not as uh, it's not as obvious as, like, well, Wyatt Teller and watching him play. It's not as obvious as watching Joe Batonio play. But I think he's good. This is respectable money. And my only fear is he has a complete regression, which we've kind of seen after guys have career years. But even then, $18 million over three years, I'll, uh, I'll take that. I mean, Farah. The guys started a bunch of games in the league, 70 games. Farah, welcome to the show. How you guys doing? Good, doing How are you? Very well. What you got for us? Well, I don't agree with your guys' uh, commentary. Which one? Because yeah, we've uh, said a lot of things in like three hours. Yeah, I'm talking about defensive tackle. Can we get into that for a little bit? Sure. Oh, God, I'd love to. your show, not ours. <laughs> I appreciate that. Um, I think if we sign Jones, he's just a uh, – he, he's for depth. He doesn't he doesn't grade out really well. Or the Where? past uh, – he just hasn't graded out well. Like in what's, which part of his game? Uh, PFF, Nick. Across the board. I mean, he he's ranked lower in the uh, as far as the, uh, many of the defensive tackles. I think Delvin, Delvin um, would be great from the Vikings, and Tomlinson. so would uh, Sheldon. Rank- yeah, I think in Rankins would be a better pick as well. Okay, sure you work. And in Hargrave, I'm okay with not getting Hargrave for that dollar amount. To be honest with you, because I think he's more of a product of being on that line. He hasn't been consistent over the years. He's had a couple great years, 
I mean, he wins uh, one-on-one against the uh, pass rush. He's a solid pass rusher. But, I mean, we also got to be able to stop the run. Not really. The Eagles are pretty bad. That... At... Real quick, real quick, bud, because I, I want to – we're trying to have it back and forth. Um, sure. The Eagles were pretty dog butt at stopping the run, and then they added two NFL veterans. What was it? Week ten last year, uh, Sue and Linval Joseph, to to address that. So I, I like I get what you're saying. At some point, you do have to stop the run. My chief concern right now is getting to the quarterback. Well, we have there's still good value out there at the end, um, and also uh, we got some solid linebackers this year too that could that could pressure for Duke Blitz packages. Mm. You know, Edwards just went for a ham sandwich. He's yeah. getting like $6.5 million over three years. I mean, the only thing I, I would say to you... Try to find him. The only thing I would say to you about, the, the, like, show me the teams that are consistently rushing more than four guys because it's, it's not really happening. A lot, most teams right now to beat franchise quarterbacks are trying to, to beat with a, a good four-man front or an odd front. That's what that's how they're trying to win now. So the idea of we're we're talking in March, well you gotta just start blitzing more guys. I think it's already I already don't think you're winning that, that conversation. Well then baseball for your point of view, Hargrave is great for that. I mean he ran, he rates yep. pretty high for putting pass pressure. He means seventeen and a half percent of the time. Yep. And if you put him next to Miles Garrett, I mean, yeah, that would have been an explosive combination. Yep. But I mean, if we were second at twenty-one million a year, I mean, do you break the banks? Do you make another offer? I mean, you still got till Wednesday so, four p.m. I mean, what is your viewpoint on that? So my my problem with this is I just don't. And thanks for the call, buddy. I just don't give a flying fadoodle about money. I feel like I've co-opted that from Fedor. I probably should ask him at some point. A fly if I, and fadoodle? If yeah, you can uh, think, trademark that? I think it's, no, I don't want to trademark it. I just want to I just want to be able to use it without having to reference him every time because I just think it's ah. one of the funniest expressions that anybody's used. Um, we'll have to get morning show approval for me to say anything, though, because I, I don't know if fadoodle is a new word, if it's a kid's word, if it's an older slang. I don't know. Was there a shot taken at me this morning? I don't know. I saw a tweet about it. Keith, was there a shot taken? No, it was... Taken way out of context. Oh, oh yeah, okay. no, no, I know what it was. It was about, uh, yeah. They were comparing your situation to like Draymond Jones, yeah. basically saying, you know, you're a guy from here, but you got to make the most money you can while you can. And he, they're like using your career as an example. Like, if you reach that point, the Draymond Jones, would you have not gone for the most money? Oh, I'm going for the most money. Yeah. Well, I mean, you were going to go for the most money, regardless. Well, and and <laughs> I was just going for the minimum where I could get the minimum. <laughs> Well, so to that point, I think we've gotten to a point where because we had the fun feud last week and now it's dormant until they pick it back up again. I think everybody assumes anytime we reference each other, now it's a feud. Yeah, I'm over that. Not about that life. Anything you want to have fun with today? Me? Yeah, just anything. Because we can't, we can't do the feud. We can't do legal tampering. Swear. I mean, just what are we vibing on here? What, fun, fun, fun wise. Just trying. No, I'm just trying to get you vibe in here because Ethan Posick deal not doing it. Second runner up to Javon Hargrave not doing it. Deal? I don't think he sold it enough. Your response was very mid. Do you mean to dance around uh, the could, studio? Me take we, my shirt off? Could we do a video? Vibing? Could we do it? We could go. We could go viral if you do a, a shirtless dancing video. <laughs> I just thought of something I can't say on the air. It's related to John Morant. So I did see that screen grab over the weekend. Oh, from the club? Yeah. Where somebody's like, this is what he was doing, getting a lap dance. Yeah, yeah that's that, usually that, what, that's you what you do. That's what you do. Like, I, 
I'll I, be honest. I, I got a problem with I, the gun, I, I love, not the lap dance. Yeah, I don't have a problem with the half-naked girl lap dancing for him. Yeah. I've got a problem with... What? The lap dancing lap for dancing him? For, uh, uh, lap dancing on him? I don't know. Giving him a lap dance? Yeah, that's the one. Okay. Okay. Uh, I've got more of a problem with the clock 19. Like, hey, guys, there's a guy getting a... a, a a strip he went to a strip club and he, strip and he club. got us a, 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 a dance. Fifty games minimum. Ban Suspended. Him. Guys, like and and by the way, guys aren't going there it, for it the all you can eat buffet. It appeared that they were um compensated well. Yeah. I dare say they wanted the him back. Yeah. All I saw was George Washington. I gotta become a stripper, man. Because they got it worked out. I just saw uh, I can't say that either. <laughs> all right. Uh, Ethan Posick, 216-474-0092. I classify this as a good move, right? Like, I think he can play. I think at the very least he can be a league average or better uh, center. I don't think you were going to get a better player. Like, I like guys like Ben Jones, uh, the veteran for the, the, the Titans. But, like, your shot at having a really, really high-level center was either you get a free agent who played elsewhere to come in and all of a sudden he becomes somebody, J.C. Treader, which is who Ethan Posick is, or you drafted a guy. Well, Nick Harris hasn't been the guy. Ethan Posick, he ain't J.C. Treader. He also isn't Cam Irving. Some, some positions you got to live in the margins here. Uh, day one of free agency, Sione Taki Taki back in the fold. Day one of free agency. Ethan Bosick, back in the fold. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.